Apple Pop. We're here, baby. We're live. The Shoot Brothers Podcast. The Wrestling Podcast. Mike the Street Shepherd, Cameron, back from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I am burnt. I, I am sunburnt to hell. Uh, it, I'm, I, I'm living in hollow heaven right now. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we made it. Everyone made it. No uh, no planes being held back this year. Nothing, nothing controversial. Nothing I heard. We came, we, we came, we saw, we kicked some ass. WWE. That, that should be it. their slogan for the uh, for the Saudi Arabia project. <laughs> you know how they do like the two shows a year for the next 25 years or something? Just, yeah. we came, we saw, we kicked some ass. <laughs> it's the new live, yeah. what do they say? Live, laugh, love, die, fight forever? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Then, now, forever. Then, now, WWE. forever. I like, f- don't fight for us. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, Mike, you're right. Anyways. Weekly wrestling action keeps moving on. Full gear is coming up. Um, that's right. We've, uh, then Survivor Series after that, I'm sure. I'm sure that's probably. War games. War, war games. Just clicking around the corner. So let's get into this week's action. Uh, let us, uh, let's do it by first crowning a brand new Tweet of the Champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the tweet of the week. Um, man, this was a good one. So we went to Saudi, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Anyways, we went to Saudi Arabia, and um, fucking uh, Braun Strowman and Omos has a match. <laughs> okay, you know a big man on big man going. match. You might already know where this is going. Uh, yeah. but um, so this week's sweet league champion. One of the competitors in that match, Braun Strowman, the monster among <laughs> men. Adam Shore. Uh, he reached yeah. out to his uh, Twitter world saying, Holy hell, Giant Omos, can you believe we got a we got forty seven star 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 emoji <laughs> and reminded the people that no one cares about all these fli- floppy floppers. Giants and monsters <laughs> are better than flippy flipper bag your groceries at Kroger. <laughs> Wow. Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> I don't get it. Congratulations, Braun Strowman, two-time Tweet of the Week champion. Braun Strowman, um, probably, uh, if, 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 if there was a shooty for most hated, and we, we're not going to have that. <laughs> I mean, we have least over. He, That's he, a bit different, though, because I know in my mind know, that I Braun know. Strowman is over. Like, the dude just sucks. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you are a two-time Tweedly champion, a one-time Universal champion, a one-time Raw Tag champion, and sitting at now probably 1,200 days of Greatest Royal Rumble champion. So congratulations, Brock Strowman. <laughs> uh, Tweedly champion. There you go. I mean, uh, yeah, some of the responses were pretty funny afterwards. But uh, nope, he's the one that took home the title this week. He's just like such a goof. Yeah. And I mean, that fucking like that. and control your narrative flopped and he fucking leaves in a second. Go back to yeah. place. And why are you talking shit about people anyways, right? Like I, especially in all the punk drama, we know how that g- kind of could end up. Yeah, you know, and I mean uh well like why even why even draw that negative controversy you know you did fine the match was fine why why go and shit on other people after 
Yeah, and just the the sarcastic 47-star match. Like, first of all, we all know that would be impossible. Like, Mike, even you would have, you know, or like, you know, that's, you <laughs> you, you would think that's ridiculous. You, you hardly could stand the five-and-a-half system, let alone exactly. a 47-star. Even Meltzer. <laughs> even Meltzer would be like, no, I, 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 I cannot conceive that there would be a 47-star match. No, it'd be impossible. It'd be impossible. Like unless, unless the wrestlers personally gave every human being in the world $50 million, <laughs> then maybe. <laughs> they, I mean, they, uh, there's going to be an eight one day. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Who's it going to be? Uh, Who's it going to be? Uh, uh, but it's definitely not going to be Braun Strowman. Uh, our brand new Tweet League champion. Uh, start doing stuff, dude. Uh, so let's get ourselves over to that pay-per-view, just like we were talking about. Um, you know, very excited. I'm sunburnt. Went to Saudi Arabia. I uh, celebrated my birthday the right way uh, with some WWE crown jewel. Review. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, uh, I love these. Uh, you know, these these daytime pay per views. I think are. I, I wonder how well they do live in in the on the West Coast there or East Coast, West Coast, West Coast of the, of the <laughs> world. I guess. Yeah. No, I'm sure they do fine. You know, some Saturday afternoon wrestling. It's a bit of a change. One of the few UFC f- cards I ever watched was at a friend's house when it was in, yeah, Dubai or something. So it was kind yeah. of on at like 1 <laughs> or like one thirty. Was that when Khabib, when Khabib it was may in the have been, It may have been that exact fight. Yeah, because it was kind of like, I don't really want to, yeah. I don't really want this to be my night, but hey, this is a fun thing to do during the day. And guess what? Yeah. It was. I remember, yeah, I watched that one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's right, we're here, Crown Jewel. Of course, we got the huge... WrestleMania-sized stage, bunch of pyro going off, packed house, hot crowd. Uh, and some keen viewers noticed that during the little opening uh, signature package, the then, now, forever, that uh, both Sasha Banks and Naomi were in it. As, so, they, as hmm. they deserve to be. They are then, now, yeah. forever. Yeah, but over the summer they were removed from that package, so it could be a sign of yeah, because that's because Vince is a weird, horny old man. (laughs) (laughs) Like that is Um, one thing that those are three qualifying statements that just ring true, correct? Yeah, but he's not here anymore. So (laughs) Vince McMahon is a crazy, horny man. Uh, he'd be horny for this match though to open (sighs) things up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cut to the Vince cam. Him just blowing loads <laughs> on his sofa. Uh, of course, we're talking about Bobby Lashley taking on Brock Lesnar here. Uh, Lashley not messing around. He goes at Brock during the entrance. and They just fight around the ringside, uh, throws him into the steel steps, and then spears him on the floor. Uh, Lashley throws him in the ring, hits another spear, and then a third spear through the barricade, and then a fourth spear in the ring. Lashley's just coming out blazing here, and... Uh, yeah, four spears in a row, makes the cover. Brock kicks out, but this match is already hot. And, uh, yeah, Brock starts fighting back, hits a bunch of big German suplexes, hits an F5. Bobby kicks out of that. Uh, and then Lashley gets him in the hurt lock. Uh, Lesnar's selling his knee. He goes down to one knee. He's desperately trying to escape. Uh, he just kind of runs, jumps, kicks off the turnbuckle, so both men fall backwards. With Brock on top, the ref makes the count, and Brock Lesnar gets the three. The no, like pin, the no pin pin. 
I mean, what do you mean, no pin? It was a pin. Well, it was a pin, but like you, you could fall back on him. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was his strategy, though. Okay, and, okay, that's pretty. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah, this was a sprint. This was like six minutes, but they crammed a lot in there. And, <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a beef fest. Yeah, I mean, Lesnar gets the win, but Lashley certainly gave him uh, the bigger ass kicking and looked pretty strong in defeat. But he's not happy. He goes and puts Lesnar back in the hurt lock after the match. And, Walks off standing tall. Poor, poor, uh, poor Bobby. I guess now a couple of, a couple of losses uh, now in very, very uh, quick succession. Yeah, I guess since uh, losing the U.S. title, he's kind of mm-hmm. hasn't had a big win since then. I think that I think that was it. I think this is the first match he's had since losing that uh, U.S. title. Uh, I think he had a, oh yeah yeah it must be actually I can't remember mm-hmm. yeah could be right uh, let's move along to the next match we got the women's tag titles on the line just won last week by Asuka and Alexa Bliss so they're defending against damage control in a rematch uh, and of course we can't show any skin so they've, they've got the full body suits on but uh I actually thought they looked pretty cool. I like damage controls. It was they're looking better. Just I, the whole presentation of the whole event is certainly better each time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like uh, yeah, like you said, the crowd engagement, or you know, um, yeah, tweaking little outfit, staging, camera kind of changes makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Match was fun. The crowd's hot for the baby faces. Uh, they popped when Oscar and Io had a face to face and. Uh, yeah, just a nice evenly fought match. Uh, Alexa Bliss hits a nice code red for a big near fall. And then we get the big four-person Tower of Doom suplex in the corner. Uh, Alexa hits Dakota with the big twisted DDT, spikes her down. She climbs the ropes looking to hit the twisted Bliss. Uh, but then EO and Asuka get in the ring and this distracts the ref. And then Nikki Cross shows up, uh, grabs Alexa, hits a big twisting neck breaker off the top rope and uh dakota makes the cover gets the win she's no damage control she's, cr- she's crazy that nikki cross she is she flew all the way to saudi just for this <laughs> wow what, uh, what a way to make a paycheck and uh yeah and with that yeah damage control win the titles less than a week after losing them didn't, which didn't i'm fine with it you suggest something like that last week yeah, I feel like I feel like if it we seemed went like back such a weird thing to happen in the first place that I'm like maybe it's just to have a title change in Saudi, so that's why they. Did yeah, <laughs> I think you know you you had you had said that I think we went back and listened to the tapes we would find that exact uh, you called it. Yeah, so uh, either way, it's the Charlotte Flair effect. Just add the rain, add another rain. Doesn't matter how long it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, easy there. Well, I know. So they got like a dozen titles to go before they catch up, but. Damage control. Point. Once again, your tag champs. Uh, both. Uh, so Oscar's had to have won this thing like four times now. Uh, I think they said three times with three different partners. So that's her unique. Uh, style. right. Uh, Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Alexa and the Bliss. Brief Charlotte Flair. Oh yeah. That little weird taming, but uh, yeah. Whatever works. So that's <clears throat> that's that. Uh, next match we had. Carry and Cross taking on Drew McIntyre in a steel ki- steel cage, and uh, yeah, crowd's really into Drew. But uh, yeah, you know, pretty standard cage match. They're 
brawling. They're slamming each other into the wall. And, uh, yeah, Drew's lines up for a claymore, but then Scarlet jumps on or jumps on the side of the cage, just starts rattling it, distracting him, which allows Cross to hit the big cross hammer elbow. Uh, so Drew's down. Cross climbs to the top of the cage, but Drew goes up after him, hits a huge superplex, sending him off the top into the ring. Yeah, crowd chants, holy shit. Got a holy shit. Got uh, a holy shit from me. Yeah. I didn't even know you were allowed to swear over there. <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah, for every single... T- yeah, they, w- they went through the footage and then stoned everybody uh, who yelled holy shit. <laughs> uh, and then afterwards, Drew hits a claymore. Uh, then he's crawling. He's ready to go out the cage door when Scarlet runs up, sprays him in the eye with the mace. Uh, not the wrestler, the, the foreign substance. Uh, so Drew recovers, though. That <laughs> took me a second. <laughs> Fucking mace. Uh, yeah, so Drew's kind of blinded, but he recovers, uh, ready to escape once again. So Scarlet just goes and locks the door shut. So Drew says, fuck it. I'll just climb over. So he starts climbing the cage. When he's at the top, Scarlet opens the door once again. So Karrion Cross starts crawling out. It's a race to the finish. But uh, Drew's the one that drops down, touches the floor first. So McIntyre gets the win. Drew, Drew Mac, Andy Mac, getting a <laughs> getting a win back from Cross, right? Because he lost that strap match they had, right? Yeah. So I guess they're uh, one and one. We'll see if they leave it at that or if they have the rubber match. How are you? Uh, how are you liking uh, carrying Cross here on the main roster? He's kind of had he's had two big ma- big big matches with a high profile star. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's fine. Uh, you know, much better than the first go around with that whole gimp outfit and everything like that. Yeah, something between the gimp outfit and even the NXT uh, go at it. Yeah, I think out of those three little sections of his kind of career that I've or like that we've seen, this is definitely the best for me. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree, and I think we said it before. The hair, such a small thing, makes such a big difference. And <laughs> you know, Karen Cross knows that the shooties are coming up. <laughs> he knows. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the few he might be in contention. For, <laughs> he could very so. much so be. He could very well be in contention. Yeah. But uh, there's still some room to grow. I'm not super sold on you mean him the as hair? Like a main event. <laughs> Both him and the hair. <laughs> like I, I, I don't buy him as like a world champion quality yet. But right, I think that's yeah. What they want him to okay. Be. But moving right along, after that we had our six man tag match. Uh, the controversy, Carl Anderson missing the New Japan pay-per-view for this. So I guess he uh, officially vacating. No, they changed their minds. They're like, well, okay, we'll just defend it later. Really? <laughs> Bizarre. Being so, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so we got on? the What's OC. going on over there? I feel like FTR is the champion over here. Uh, fucking Carl Anderson's the champion over here. What's going on with this company? <laughs> I don't know. They just like lending out their belts, I guess. <clears throat> but anyways, yeah, we got the OC taking on Judgment Day, six-man tag. Uh, of course, Rhea Ripley's hanging out at ringside and a uh, bit of a new look. She had like these uh, hair extensions kind of braided in. Look kind of cool. You think that was for uh, to, to appease that. the Saudis? Well, like women can't have short hair. I, I don't know. Right? I don't know. I don't know the rules. I don't know the rules. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. She had it on Raw the next week as well, but uh, I don't know. Either way, I thought it was kind of cool, but uh, yeah, onto the match. It was all right. You know, 
pretty standard six man. Everyone's getting their turns, getting their spots in, and I hate to say it, but I thought Doc Gallows actually looked pretty good in there. He was shut up. He was moving quick, getting lots of moves in. Moving the crowd was cheering. <coughs> for him. Moving faster than uh, you remember. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe that Saudi paycheck had him fired up. I don't know. Yeah, but, who knows? Uh, who knows? I haven't been following his career in any way, shape, or form, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But uh, AJ gets in there, goes for the phenomenal forearm. But then Dominic distracts the referee, which allows Rhea to pick up AJ, slam him on the apron. And Michael Cole's pissed off. He said, somebody's got to kick her ass, which made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, fu- you fucking try it. Fucking try. Yeah, just try it, Michael Cole. I dare uh, you. <clears throat> But of course, uh, yeah, the interference allows Finn Balor to get in there, hit the shotgun drop kick, and the coup de gras gets the win for Judgment Day, as they should. Yeah, they're they're more over. Their uh, in ring lighting effect is better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. They've been you know next to the bloodline. They're your, they're your second top group in, <clears throat> in WWE. Yeah, I yeah that's uh that's 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 super uh. That's super safe to say. But Damian Priest, yeah. uh, Damian Priest was the standout of this one for me. Uh, he was good in he, NXT. He got better on the main roster, and then he lulled out for a bit, and now he's fucking firing on all cylinders. Yeah, he's found his groove again. This whole group kind of has after that rocky start. But yeah, well, yeah, it's nice it's it's funny when uh, when Finn came in and then they turned on Edge. That was just big swerve, I guess. Like this 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 operation is going great. Yeah, that really was kind of the turning point where it it hit the next level. Yeah, and of course the Rhea Ripley factor as well. But yeah, big moment. Uh, after this, we had the match we talked about at the opening of the show. You got Omos taking on Braun Strowman, which uh, Strowman himself hyped up as being Hogan versus Andre. Of course, <laughs> but uh, so but who's the? Does that mean that Braun thinks he's Hogan? Yeah, I mean. I guess he's going just by size because certainly, in terms of importance, this is nowhere. No one's even going to remember this match. I sure as hell. Well, no, I I'll remember this match, but for the wrong uh, reasons. But it won't be in the opening package or anything like that. <laughs> no. Braun slamming Omos. Hopefully but. not. Anyways, uh, yeah, they're here. They're big men. They're slapping meat. Uh, Omos hits a nice little one-arm scoop slam on Braun. Some impressive power. But then a bit later, Braun. He has his Hulkamania moment when he picks up Omos, not just for a scoop slam, but the full-on power slam. That gives him the win. And yeah, <clears throat> I'll give him credit. That was impressive to slam a man that big. <clears throat> yeah, that was a cool move. But um, it's funny that like they, we we have we have these beefcakes in here, right? And like w- the difference between a G- Gunther and Sheamus and Braun and Omos is fucking huge. That difference. <laughs> Yeah, the skill gap. You know what I'm saying? The skill gap of the meat freaks. Because uh, I think Seamus is kind of pioneering meat freak. Uh, new shooty. It's coming. Uh, it's a shooty for best big guy. Um, you know, and Wardlow's a meat freak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Brian Cage, guys like that. Beef. Beef star. A lot of beef. Some more lean than others. Uh, you know, all good. Uh, all good. It just depends on how much steroids you take. That's okay oh yeah. with me, Brian Cage. Yeah, he admits it. He's not He's not afraid. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Sheamus put on bangers with Drew. Put on bangers with Gunther now. We're seeing a lot of great stuff here. This wasn't on yeah. that level. 
No, wasn't on the level, but it also wasn't terrible. Uh, you know, kind of in the middle, like a, a three and a half star kind of match kind of thing. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Maybe. Like it uh, met the qualifier be- of a wrestling match. Yeah, like there was no botches. The finish Good worked. Point. It was fine. Good the crowd, point. the crowd likes the big guys, so no botches. I'm sure we we never got to see Omos in person. I'm sure it would be impressive just the height of the man. Like, damn, you're right. You are right. I mean, hell, even the size of Brock Lesnar is uh, insane. Yeah, impressive. every time I see him, I'm like, damn, that's a big motherfucker. Yeah. But uh, on to the next match, we've got the unified tag titles on the line. The Usos defending against the Brawling Brutes. Uh, your two hottest teams in the whole division right now, mm. I'd say. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the Brutes are in control early on, so the Usos get frustrated. They just go to grab their titles and walk off. But uh, the Brutes stop them, and we get a nice competitive match here. Uh, yeah, Ridge Holland showing some good strength when he lifts up both Usos at the same time, slams them down, and then pays homage to his buddy Sheamus. He does the 10 beats of the Baldrum, and, uh, yeah, Ridge Holland impressed me. He was looking good in this match, and, uh yeah, Butch hit a nice moonsault, and then the Usos fight back. They hit a double Uso splash on Butch, but Ridge breaks up the pin. Then Ridge doing more Sheamus moves, hits the white noise, uh, which the crowd bit on that one. They thought he might win off that, but uh yeah, a bit later, eventually the Usos fight back, and then a uh, crazy finish as they hit the 1D off the middle rope. Never seen it done off there before, and... Uh, off the middle rope. The win. But yeah, I've only seen it done just regular off the, yeah, off the I mat. I, I can't say I have, yeah. Yeah, so cool finish. Uh, Usos get the win, retain the titles in a pretty good match. But too short, though, right? I feel like the I feel like Usos need to... Uh, I'd rather a longer match of these guys. Give me 15 minutes. I mean, yeah, they're certainly capable of it, as we've seen in the past. But uh, yeah, it was good. Could have been, yeah. Could have gone an extra five or ten minutes. Yeah, give me a little bit more. I want the Usos to own this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, then we move on to the Raw Women's Championship on the line in a last woman standing match. You got the champion, Bianca Belair, defending against Bailey, And uh, it was kind of cool during this entrance. Some of the others, they had these drones in the sky, just like coordinated, lit up, making shapes. They were words. doing, remember Gaga at the Super Bowl? They were doing that like, yeah, yeah they make like, uh, yeah, the American flag. The technology is yeah, pretty cool. I think it's just it's drones with LED lights. Yeah, but I mean like the program to make them all synced up, like in the perfect shapes and move yeah, around. Yeah, you're, you're mapping the air. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, fun stuff. Uh, early on, we get a bunch of kendo sticks, the chair shots. Uh, Bailey puts Bianca in a chair and just runs, jumps off the barricade. Big clothesline. Uh, Belair hits Bailey with a suplex on the ramp, and then we get some chairs chucked at faces. And uh, Bianca at one point gets trapped between the steel steps and the rings. And uh, yeah, Bailey just like drop kicks the stairs into her, so she's kind of stuck. Well, the ref's counting her out, but she gets up in time and, uh, yeah, grabs a kendo stick, breaks it over Bailey. Bailey hits a Bailey to belly on top of the ramp. And then she grabs an equipment case and, like, runs it into Bel Air, who falls inside. The lid closes and the ref starts counting. 
she should have she should have locked that thing shut because she could have won. But uh, yeah, Bianca just kind of pops out like a jack in the box, and then uh, Bailey disappears off to the side and comes back driving a golf cart. Tries to run over Bianca, uh, but she avoids it. Kicks Bailey out. Bailey climbs onto the roof of the golf cart, and then Bianca just starts driving with her on top. All the way down to the ring, parks right in front of a table, and then uh, yeah, Bianca grabs Bailey, yanks her down off the top of the cart. She lands on the table, but just bounces off, does not break. Is these this an tables, AEW table? These tables. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about these tables for years, right? I mean, normally they break in WWE. But, uh, uh, they, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I mean, not a hundred percent. It's not a hundred percent, but. Uh, you know, when they plan a spot, they want to go through with it. So Bianca just picks her up after, power bombs her through the table onto the floor. Uh, but Bailey's able to get up before the 10 count. So Bianca just throws a pile of chairs in the ring, slams Bailey onto them, goes for a 450 splash, but Bailey moves. So Bianca slams hard onto the chairs. Uh, then a real nasty looking spot when. Uh, a chair set up, seated in the middle of the ring. Bianca hits the KOD. And Bailey just slams her knee on the pointy edge. Looked very painful there. I'm sure she's wearing surgically pads. repaired knee. She's wearing pads. She's wearing pads, but that's don't a surgically say that. Knee, don't you know? say. Don't even throw that juju <laughs> out fine. into the world. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So she takes her out with that, and then Bianca she grabs a ladder, puts Bailey in the tween it, and just closes it shut. So she's kind of wedged in the thing there, and then slides her into the corner under the bottom rope, so she can't even. She's trapped. She can't lift up the ladder. She's desperately trying to escape, but uh, she's unsuccessful. The ref counts to 10. Bianca retains in a hard-fought match. This was a good one. Hard and the shenanigans. This, this, was our, we, this is our shenanigans match. Yeah. We're, mo- you know, we're, mov- we're moving around the facility. You know, we're using extra implements. Yeah. Feel like every pay per view, you need at least one table to break, and we got that. exactly. We got our table. <laughs> Crowd um, wants the table. They love. Tables. Didn't get the result I wanted though. I I want us. Let's go, Bailey. You know what I'm saying? I like Bailey. Yeah, I like Bailey too. I think uh, she she'll she'll have this title again at some point. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, I could see Bianca holding it all the way to WrestleMania at this point. I'm trying to think who would be next, and uh, it might just be the Queen Charlotte Flair. Well, that's the only one that Bianca hasn't beaten yet of the four. Horse of the women. four horsewomen, exactly. So it's per- a, it makes perfect first... sense that she could wouldn't be able to beat Charlotte because she's the no, best no, one. No, makes perfect sense to be the first woman to uh, complete the okay. four. Okay, <laughs> but we'll see about that. We've also got Becky Lynch still to come back at some point, and who knows? Mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley. She's she's just certainly a certainly one of the ones I could see. She she could be a threat in the title. Yeah. So, anyways. We'll, we'll figure that out later. <clears throat> but before the main event, we had Bray Wyatt come out. Uh, big reaction from the crowd. They've all got their phones lit up. And, uh, yeah, he just cuts a promo, says, You may not know, but I come from a prestigious family, a wrestling family. So from the time I was a child, all I ever wanted was to be great. Uh, I wanted to be the greatest. And the crowd chants, Yes, you are. And... He says he gave in, though, and made a monster of himself, and uh, he wore that mask with pride, and under the mask there was no pain, no fear, but the monster destroyed him, and now he sits alone, no one to love, nowhere to run, but the crowd chants, we love you, so 
Very, very nice crowd here. Uh, we love but yeah, we love <laughs> that was it. But he says, this is not the ending of my story. That's not the man I want to be remembered as. My name is Bray Wyatt. I will rewrite the ending to my story. And that's when Uncle Howdy appears on the screen and says, you can't fool me. If they only knew the truth, you're going to give in. So why wait? You'll remember how good it feels. Tell me I'm wrong. I guess, uh, is are we doing a split personality thing? What's happening here? What's to make of this? I don't know yet about this Uncle Howdy thing. Uh, if they're going to have, some, I mean, if, if he's going to fight him, they need someone to play the character. Or if he's just going to be a backstage thing, I don't know. Yeah. No, I wonder who this Uncle is. So Uncle Howdy's a bad guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's rumors that it could be Bo Dallas. Bode? Or Bo- someone else. I'll believe. <laughs> yeah. You know, the brother brothers and uh is bo dallas a good wrestler like i know he was a wrestler because i feel but i feel like i i think about him from the b team yeah he's better than that i mean former nxt champion believe it or not but yeah uh, that's a good point he's he's all right that's a good point because like we were saying before you know all this bray stuff it's fun it's different but he's got to fucking wrestle yeah and uh yeah so we'll see this We'll see. Okay. Hopefully by Survivor Series he'll have his match. Hmm. But let's go to the main event of the evening, the Undisputed Universal Championship. On the line, Roman Reigns defends against Logan Paul, who uh, probably got the biggest pop he's had. No, not many boos for Logan here in the Saudi crowd. And well, after the, well, after the uh, what was the first match? The tag with Miz? Yeah. After I mean, that match, he didn't get he didn't, he wasn't getting really booed at SummerSlam, I don't think. Not like showered with boos, but you know, there were still some, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, I didn't really notice any here and uh he had a special little entrance kind of lowering down from this big platform and uh Yeah, of course Roman Reigns gets a huge reaction around uh or as well. Yeah, the crowd just pretty split. Like in both these guys, and uh, tons of time for this one. Almost 25 minutes, and just hot, hot action. Crowd's loving everything. Uh, Logan looking really good, hanging in there with the champ. Such a natural at this. Uh, like, imagine being in a fucking stadium-filled main event in your third match, and not even not even looking nervous or anything. Didn't look nervous. Oh. He was ready to go. He was hitting fucking spots. He's an athletic kid. He hits a perfect buckshot lariat, something that fat-ass CM Punk failed twice at <laughs> in the same match. So fuck you, CM Punk. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Logan Paul, he's on a roll. He springboards uh, into the ring, but right into a massive punch from Roman, which allows Reigns to take over for a bit. And uh, the crowd's chanting, Logan Paul, they're trying to will him on. And uh, hits a, he ends up hitting Reigns with a nice gut wrench suplex and then a blockbuster off the middle rope getting some near falls and then he hits Roman with his own move the Superman punch uh, yeah but that wasn't the big punch that wasn't the one big punch yet but uh, <laughs> yeah so he's hitting high flying he does a cross body off the top a standing moonsault he's on a roll here uh, and then he channels Shawn Michaels one of his trainers he starts tuning up the band for the sweet chin music but uh, Rowan catches his foot, counters with the rock bottom, and then uh, Reigns goes for the Superman punch, but Logan ducks it. He nails Roman with the big right hand. Could this be the one lucky shot 
then he hits another Superman punch on Roman, but Reigns kicks out, but the crowd bit pretty big on that one. They're on their feet. Uh, then Logan goes for his big spot of the match. He sets Reigns on the announce table, climbs to the top rope. He pulls out his phone, so he's taking a selfie before hitting the huge frog splash off the top through the announce table. Uh, I saw footage online of it from the phone. You can phone's see the phone. It, it looks pretty. Cool. pretty it looks pretty. Uh, I mean, it looks kind of cool. There's like a moment there when he is in the air and the phone is pointing perfectly at Perfectly Roman. down. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Great shot. Great spot. Uh, but that's when the Usos show up to check on Roman and they start fighting with uh, Logan's entourage at ringside. And that's when Logan's brother, Jake, Jake Paul, comes out. He even had his own entrance, like graphics. Graphic, and music yeah. And so. <laughs> Fit, Fit was ready for him. Yeah. So he comes out. He starts using his boxing skills to take out the Usos. Uh, back in the ring, Logan Paul hits an awesome, a low down D'Lo Brown style frog splash for another big two count. So the crowd's just going nuts at this point. And Sola Sokoa comes out. He starts fighting with Jake Paul, but then the officials run out, separate them. Uh, so as the whole crowd's kind of on the floor, Logan just runs, does a huge dive over the ropes, onto the Usos, on the floor. Uh, but this momentary distraction uh, got his eye off the prize. He gets back in the ring, runs right into a Superman punch from Roman. And then Reigns hits the spear, and that's all he needs. One, two, three. Roman Reigns retains the title. One good spear. That's all I need. <laughs> But damn, awesome match. Logan Paul, three for three. Three this for three. Just... I cannot, I mean, and honestly, skyrocketing in the rookie of the year category. Absolutely. I mean, this guy, he's committed. He's good. He's athletic. The crowd loved him here. I like the guy too, man. This guy, he's a natural. He's a natural. He's a natural. He could work a four pay-per-view-a-year schedule. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen the ratings for this, but this is this was like a four and a half star for me. This was a great match. You want to talk ratings? You want to talk impressions? The uh, the video of him like filming it, like through yeah. the various WWE online accounts. Yeah. Uh, so all of them combined or whatever got like forty eight million views in the first day. <laughs> in the first day. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild and. I mean, also crazy, apparently he revealed that halfway through the match he suffered an injury, tore his meniscus, ACL, MCL, See, it's all at the same time. It's funny you said he hit the buckshot lariat like CM Punk couldn't. They both <laughs> fucked up the buckshot lariat. Only go, he, he only going to prove, Mike, that to hit what, such... you think that's where he got hurt? 100% that's where he got hurt. That's, that's my story. I didn't even notice. That's like. my story. I'm sticking to it because Adam Hangman, Hangman Adam Page is the only man <laughs> who can hit such a move with grace and class and strength and power. <laughs> and I mean, more credit to Logan Paul because I had no idea he was even injured until he came out and revealed it after the match. Because, yeah, he, I mean, he, after that, he was still doing frog splashes, dives to the floor. He was... He looks. He was awesome. Maybe he'll come out. Maybe he'll come out at the Rumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if we don't see him till then, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's very good chance he's in the Royal Rumble. 
well, if I don't, how long does it take to repair a meniscus and ACLs? Actually, and yeah, it's probably that. Probably would be more than a couple. <laughs> he probably won't be at the rumble if it's if he needs surgery and all that. Unfortunately, like yeah, yeah. Too bad. Who knows? Maybe it's not as bad as they. Yeah. Once he flies back, gets all the MRIs. Yeah, there's shit. a chance. We'll You're right. You're right. But uh, yeah, great main event. Uh, it was incredible. It. Yeah, what a show. Uh, these shows down to Saudi are getting better every single time. Uh, that's what you love to see. So let's move our way uh, through the show then. How about uh, let's get into some action uh, The ver- a couple days later, the very next day. How about some Monday Night Raw? Let's get Raw <clears throat> on the heels <laughs> of the crown jewel. Uh, the uh, the Usos and Solo Sokoa came out to kick off uh, this week's episode. By the way, did you see the press conference, like the in Saudi press conference between Roman uh, and Logan Paul, where the crowd is chanting for Sammy? <laughs> yeah, we want Sammy. They said, we like, want Sammy. Uh, and then uh, I think Roman says something to the effect of, like, you guys aren't good enough for him or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, you don't deserve him. Exactly, yeah. But Usos and so. Soskoa came out. Uh, but the crowd was still chanting for uh, for Sammy. Yeah, I don't know why he wasn't at this one. But, uh, you know, he's a busy man. They just said, take the week off, Sammy. You, exactly. You've you been working hard, kid. Uh, so yeah, you know, the Usos and Solo, uh, they put over Roman for defending his belts, and then they talk about their upcoming tag title defense, because they're getting right back to it this Friday, defending their tag titles against New Day, because if they beat them, they will officially surpass New Day as the longest reigning tag champs in WWE history. For the, so the for line. the SmackDown championships, right? No, just ever any tag title in any. Oh, in any no, but but that is the one that they've they've held the SmackDown one uh, for longer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, okay. Yeah, okay. those. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. But uh, yeah, so the new day come out to respond. You know, just say we're keeping our record. Xavier says we busted our ass to get here. Well, you two got tryouts based on what your family did before you, and you built your legacy off the back of your relatives. Well, we built our own and. Uh, good promo. Xavier was real fired up here. I like that. From something we haven't uh, seen much lately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they kind of jaw back and forth until Matt Riddle comes out. He's got his bongos. And he's like, hey, Xavier, me and Elias are forming a band. And, you know, he plays a trombone. So uh, they could be a ska band, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Then Uso tells him to shut up. So Riddle's like, hey guys, let's all take a hit of my bong. And uh, yeah, Xavier and Kofi tap the bong. And then Riddle says, hey, Bloodline, you want a hit? And of course, Jimmy, he's a cool guy. He starts banging on the bongo, playing a little beat. And then Riddle's like, whoa, dude, you know the rules. Tap, tap, pass. Marijuana <laughs> jokes. Uh, it was pre- it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's fun. Nuts. We get it. It's yeah. not, You're not allowed to say, yo, smoke dope. <laughs> yeah, but uh, of course Jey Uso, he's not impressed uh, But he smacks the bongos a little too hard So Riddle doesn't like that Challenges them to a six-man tag Right here, right now So, yeah, that's what we get uh, Right into it six-man action 
right into yeah. it. This uh, this is a this is a format we haven't seen in a long in a long time. I feel long promo to long six person tag. Uh, boom, yeah, first hour of the show. Yeah, it's fine to do once in a while. Yeah, at least it's, yeah when it's every week that was a pain in the ass. But no, yeah, this was fine. Uh, Solo was looking real good here. He was my MVP of the match and. Yeah, at some point Riddle uh, locks in a triangle choke, but then Jimmy jumps on him with the Uso splash, but Riddle recovers, hits an RKO, but then Sokoa catches him with the spinning solo, and that gets him the pinfall, the bloodline get the win. Solo, um, who's, uh, you're right, you're right, coming up to the main roster has been a great move for him. I bet the, uh, you know what I bet? I bet the main roster lifestyle of all the live shows and stuff, you know, that you do? Yeah. It's just more reps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's more reps than you just have <clears throat> more matches you that you have the opportunity for in NXT. Fucking bring yeah. them up. You Is know, there another Russo waiting in the wings? Can we get can we get them on board? <laughs> well, I mean the new NXT member Ava Rain. No, not Ava Rain. The... I was thinking somebody less rock, I know, I know. less rocky. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, every Samoan out there is related somehow. I guess I don't know. I guess that's a good point. <laughs> but anyways, uh, after this, we had JBL coming out, doing his stupid shit, insulting the crowd. Brings out Baron Corbin. Uh, and then we get Corbin versus Cedric Alexander, who I feel like we haven't seen in a little while here. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he gets a couple moves in, but unfortunately, he's just here to do the job. Corbin hits end of days, gets the win. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Baron Corbin back to, so officially now, I think, back to the new name or the old name. <clears throat> yeah, they need to change his, his entrance, though. It still does, like, the slot machine thing. Yeah, so yeah, you know, it's, it's the slow build. You know, you can't do it all at once. Do little bits yeah. at a time. It's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, um, let's say you're moving. Right, and then you're kind of like, okay, I'll pack the kitchen on this day, and then I'll 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 go I'll go through the the closet on this day. If you do it all at once, it's just too much. You overwork yourself. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, after that, we had Seth Rollins come out, and the fans are just serenading him with his theme song, and uh, he even compliments them. Says, "You guys have beautiful voices." Every week, he seems like he's becoming a baby face. He's pretty much. And yeah, I he's think he's, and I'd have to agree. I think he's just the top babyface. I think he kind of is. And I mean, with his U.S. title, that's you know, Roman's on SmackDown. That's kind of the top singles title on Raw. This is Roman. kind of the top title on Raw, and you are the top guy on Raw. I think. Yeah, at least, uh, yeah, seemingly. But uh, so he's here to do a good old open challenge for the U.S. title. Uh, Judgment Day come out, but who's the one taking the shot? Uh, well, Balor gets in the ring, says, I got a bone to pick with you. A couple years back, you cost me gold. Of course, alluding to when uh, Seth injured Finn in the match where Balor became the first ever Universal Champion and had to surrender it the next I night. Immediate vacation. Yeah, and, you know, hasn't, hasn't had a world title since. So uh, he says, tonight I'm going to cost you gold. But that's when the OC come out and they get in the ring, stare down with Judgment Day. So Seth's just like, ah, this ain't my beef. He just walks off. And AJ says, our beef is far from over. And Finn says, the only thing in this ring that's over is the Judgment Day. 
So some insider lingo being used there. Kind of cool. A little bit of inside <laughs> baseball, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, AJ says the problem is there's four of us, or there's four of you, only three of us, but uh, someone has found the OC. And that's when Mia Yim shows up, attacks Rhea Ripley. Although, unfortunately, I feel like a lot of the crowd has no idea who she is, but I was happy to see her here. And by doing so, evening the odds. Yeah. Some people are probably like, is that that reckoning chick from. Maybe. I mean, there are probably some <laughs> big, big uh, retribution fans out there. <laughs> yeah. Who are just wondering uh, where Dijakovic is or fucking. Uh, hair, what was his name? Haircut? T bar? <laughs> yeah, T bar. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm happy she's here. The two teams brawl. Uh, Mia beats up Ripley with a kendo stick. The crowd pops for that. Uh, Dominic tries to jump at AJ, but gets caught. Hit with a Styles Clash. So the OC with Mia Yim gets to stand tall here. Which is looking good for another return, because I think we may have gone two weeks without a returning superstar. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's... Uh it's quite the list. He's already like at least a dozen and have already come back and there's still probably some out there. Obviously some have gone to AEW, but uh yeah, Hunter's really getting his his crew back together, which is nice. Yeah, he's uh he showed he's showing up to everybody's house with uh with a briefcase full of cash and he's saying, <laughs> "Guys, I'm getting the band back together." Yeah, it's going to be like the black and gold days. It's like the black and gold <laughs> days. Good. We <laughs> That was a good one. We we need to work on our Hunter voice, whatever it is. (laughs) Uh, After this, we had Otis taking on Elias. Uh, Elias hits his beautiful rising knee, but Otis kicks out. So Elias climbs to the top rope, but then Chad Gable jumps on the apron. So Elias is distracted, jumps at him. But of course, the, uh, the distraction allows Otis to hit the world's strongest slam. Otis gets the win. The crowd goes mild. (laughs) <laughs> the cloud the cloud goes mild <laughs> yeah not much to that one there mm-hmm. uh, yeah not much to it which is uh which is too bad yeah I feel like uh sooner they're gonna have to you know split up Gable and Otis let Gable go on his own because he's such a good wrestler but who knows mm-hmm and Otis, remember that the Halloween episode, he was doing the worm and stuff again. Let him go back to being the yeah, fun, I mean, they, fun they lovable. Can, they can stay together. Yeah, just shift it up a bit. But anyways, after this, we had Bianca Belair, Asuka, Alexa Bliss. They all come out. Uh, the crowd pops, chanting EST. And uh, yeah, she talks about retaining her title, but she's upset for her friends losing their belts. And she calls damage control out. So they come out, they respond, they brag about winning the titles back. And Alexa says, you only won thanks to Nikki Cross. And then Asuka and Io, they start just ripping into each other in Japanese. And <laughs> this was great. The crowd was loving now, it. I saw a video with the translations. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but but of course it Asuka's- all ends. She's calling like stupid, 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 stupid. It all just ends with um, Io just saying, He's like, bitch. And the crowd's like, oh, oh, I understand that. I know what that means. Uh, Yeah, the translation's out there. It was a great promo. Yeah, so that was funny. And then everyone starts swinging. Uh, The baby faces clear the ring. And then Bianca declares, this is ending at War Games. And uh, that's when Nikki Cross shows up, attacks Bianca. 
damage control jumps in. The heels lay a beat down. Stand tall. So it looks like uh, damage control, Nikki Cross, and one other person versus Bianca, Alexa, Asuka, and two others. Okay, so Sasha we still have, a f- still have a few people to fill. Yeah, Sasha Banks, Naomi. Could those be the last two? Uh, you, could, you, could be on, you could be on to something. We still don't know the men's side. I just feel like it's going to be Bloodline versus X. Has to be, yeah. yeah. Has to be. Maybe Bloodline versus Brawling Brutes in the New Day. Maybe something That's like that, yeah. Piece. Something like that. Uh, but back to Raw. We had Austin Theory take on Shelton Benjamin, who got a couple moves in, but uh, Theory just gouges him in the eyes, hits the A-Town down, gets the win. Not much to it. Yep, easy enough. Easy enough. Uh, the Miz comes out after. Talks about Johnny Gargano's interview last week. Says it was false. A smear job. Uh, so Gargano comes out to respond and reveals that he uh, hired a private investigator pretending to be a Hollywood producer who uh, had dinner with Miz and had a hidden camera there. We see some footage and uh, Miz basically confirms everything Johnny said was true. He he paid Dexter Loomis for this thing. Yeah. Gasp. Weird. Uh, so anyways, that leads us to a match. Gargano takes on The Miz. Crowd's rooting for Johnny Wrestling. And uh, a nice little, nice little match here. Uh, at one point, Miz gets knocked to the floor and appears to be dragged under the ring. But I think it was all pretend. He just crawls back out holding a piece, extra piece of a little metal turnbuckle strap and Tells the ref to look under the ring, and the stupid ref looks. And so Miz uses this time to uh, hit Johnny in the head with the foreign object. Makes the cover. Gets the cheap win. Johnny going down. Two losses in a row now. Yeah, he's... Uh, Poor kid. You know, yeah, not the hottest start to the main roster run, but, you know, I'm sure. He's he's one of Hunter's boys. I'm sure he'll... Maybe you're just waiting for Ciampa to get back and get the gang oh, back Oh, yeah, together. get the gang back together. <laughs> but uh, on his way up the ramp, uh, Dexter Loomis runs out, nails Miz in the back with a chair, uh, and then security just chases Loomis off. So we're still dragging this out. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, we were just, we were just applauding Seth for being the top babyface and, you know, that Raw championship being the top... Uh... Sorry, the uh, the U.S. championship being the top belt over there. Yeah. Because of that, the now mid-card, a la Ms. Johnny Gargano, is now occupied with no stakes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and this whole story is just dragging on way too long for me. I just want to see Loomis get in the ring and fight already. Yeah, just fight already, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, but then we get the uh, return to television of Dana Brooke. To defend the 24-7 title, which we haven't seen in months on television. Uh, maybe more? Yeah, like August, something like that. Maybe the week before Vince was <laughs> retired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, Dana Brooke defends against Nikki Cross. Uh, yeah, Dana gets a couple moves in, but Nikki just pounds away at her, hangs Dana on the top rope, hits the swinging neckbreaker just like that. Nikki Cross wins the 24-7 title. And not even a reaction from the crowd for a title change here. They they were a little flat for a couple of matches tonight. Uh, yeah, but. where were we today? Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. No Pittsburgh. No Philly. Wilkes-Barre. Not, not even Scranton. Not 
Not even Scranton, the paper capital of the USA. <laughs> uh, but then after the match, the real story is uh, Nikki Cross backstage. She goes to drop the 24-7 title in a garbage can, but she actually missed the can, which can't even get that right with the 24-7 title. But So uh, how uh, do you not just refilm it? <laughs> oh, I bet it was live. They, they, they couldn't have pre-taped that? They could have, but this was live, baby. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of speaks on the whole 24-7 title. How? Yeah, they can't even get that right. Uh, but then the major news is that this is actually the official end of the 24-7 title because on WWE.com, the champion is no longer listed on the Superstar page. The belt was moved uh, to the retired. It says dated 2019 to 2022. Good. It's gone. So it's over. Sorry, Mick. It's gone. Yeah. Sorry, our truth. Sorry, sorry, McFoley and our truth and uh, <laughs> yeah. the gobbledygook. Yeah, you know, it had a couple fun moments, but for the most part, no one cares about it. So, yeah, we don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need them. But uh, Seth Rollins comes out for take two of this uh, United States title open challenge and uh, Mustafa Ali appears on the Tron to accept the challenge but then he gets yanked off screen and beat up by Bobby Lashley and he says I'm taking the title shot so bit of a heelish move here from Lashley attacking poor Ali like that. Well you know with Ro with Roman never showing up here Bobby Lashley just becomes our top heel. See it makes perfect sense here. I guess so yeah. Quick turnaround. Uh, so that's the match we get. Rollins versus Lashley for the U.S. title. And, uh, yeah, more heel stuff from Lashley as he attacks Rollins before the bell can ring. Just beats him all around the ringside area. Uh, puts him through the announce table. So he's down. Officials come out. They're tending to Rollins. And that's when Austin Theory comes out. He's got his money in the bank briefcase. And he's cashing in he's for cashing the U.S. title. In. He's cashing he's it in. This is unprecedented to, uh, yeah, he's challenging for the U.S. title, but it's allowed, you know. Now, I, now, I don't know why you would, but. I, I mean, you can cash in any time. Now, I don't, I, did you get a second count? Does it beat Seth Rollins cashing in uh, at 27 seconds between uh, music hit to bell ring? Uh, oh, did it I feel like, Did it feel like it was that long to you? Did it feel like a good 30 seconds? Probably. It was probably longer than the Rollins one. Damn. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to check. But uh, yeah, the cash in is official. Uh, the bell rings. Theory throws Rollins into the ring. Throws Rollins into the ring. Hits him with a big right hand. Makes the cover. But Seth kicks out. Uh, so Theory just keeps going at him. Hits the figure four backbreaker. But again, Seth kicks out. He goes for a town down. But Rollins slips out. Goes for a pedigree. But Theory counters. Hits a pedigree of his own. Makes the cover, but again, Seth kicks out. So, uh, yeah, Rollins has his comeback, hits some big strikes, goes for the curb stomp, but Theory catches him, hits the A-Town down, makes the cover, ref counts, one, two, but then gets yanked out of the ring by Bobby Lashley. Uh, and then he yanks Theory out as well, just beats the hell out of him, knocks him out with the hurt lock, uh, but the official didn't see it. He was still recovering, so he gets back up. Uh, gets back in the ring. Austin Theory on the floor. The ref's counting him out. He gets up just at nine, gets into the ring, but runs right into a curb stomp. 
Seth Rollins makes the cover and gets the three count. Retains his U.S. title and all. A wild cash-in attempt, but... The, the, the first time it was cashed in on a not-world uh, championship. Yeah, so very... Very uh, unprecedented, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, Austin Theory, you couldn't even win the U.S. title with your money in the bank case? You suck, bro. God, you suck, bro. Man, it's been a few yeah. years. It's been honestly, like... Honestly, I feel like every single cash-in that... Or every single ba- uh, briefcase that I've experienced has not been fun. It was Braun pre-calling <laughs> the match in Saudi, I think, right? Or, yeah. or especially on the men's side, yeah. I said, well, on the men, well, even Carmella had the fucking do over there, and then between Brock <laughs> doing his thing and then calling out the cash out, and then you had this Baron Corbin lost. Otis, yeah. no, uh, Otis's haven't... got changed. JBL ruled in favor of the Miz. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just it's been kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had like the big Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler, Edge kind of cash in for many years now. Yeah, or an actual like I mean, because yeah, I think even when Austin Theory won, we all thought to ourselves like this is not gonna this is this is not gonna end well at least, right? No, I was kind of hoping he'd cash in on the NXT title. That would be that's that was the, that was the thought, right? Like yeah, because Charlotte's done yeah. it. It's not unheard of the precedence there, but. Yeah. I mean, I guess I like that it was unique, but uh, at the end of the day, like, fuck, man, you really blew it. Yeah. You blew your briefcase on the U.S. title and you didn't even win it. They really blew it over there. God damn it. Um, And that was terrible. But Mike, that's the first half of the show. Should we take a break? Yeah, I was just going to say one small thing I noticed. I don't know if it was on purpose or not. Okay. when Seth pinned Austin Theory, it looked like Rollins was, like, purposely sticking his foot out. So it was kind of underneath the rope. So maybe Theory can come back next week. But like his foot was under the rope. The pin shouldn't count. But Hopefully not. Because then what? He gets it back? Like, that's not that what That would I be want. even worse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that either. So hopefully we can just all move on from this. And uh, yeah, we'll move on. Come back with the second half of the show in moments. In moments. We'll be right back. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Here the second half of the show, folks. Thank you for sticking out through the break. Um, lots of wrestling action still to come. Of course, uh, I think I got news this week, or at least I think news came around my circle this week, that um, there will be a stand and deliver on the weekend of uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, makes sense, kind of. Uh, I can't remember. Was last year, was it... Was it in an arena or was it at the the PC? I can't remember. Uh, this, well, this will only be like the third show they haven't done at the Performance Center. Okay, so this one is going to be in. And a, this one arena? was also not on. It was also not on WrestleMania weekend, if I recall. But yeah, I think this is a big deal for uh, for these guys. Yeah, I like it. I think it's an afternoon show. I can. Th- I think it's on like the Saturday, so before night one of WrestleMania. Okay. No, that's you cool want to stuff. Have a nice seven hour, seven hour day of wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like watching all out. Just make a fucking seven and a half hour day of wrestling. Uh, but yeah, so we have a stand and deliver. So we have something to get towards. 
something to build to. That's the most important part. So let's bring out some uh, NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. NXT. Yeah. Well, before Stand and Deliver, they got Deadline is the name of their next premium live event, December tenth or something. Oh, Deadline. I must have missed. I must have missed that. Yeah, I think they mentioned it at some point on this show. Oh, okay, uh, my mistake. But no, they did. They did announce Stand and Deliver as well for WrestleMania weekend. But Boom. Uh, anyways, let's get to this week's action of NXT. Uh, start things off with Joe Gacy taking on Cameron Grimes, and hopefully we can just end this feud once and for all. But uh, Gacy switching it up. Uh, new look. He's got uh, the traditional wrestling trunks, no shirt, uh, no pants. It's an improvement. I guess, you know, he's changing his look. Schism is uh, looking better than ever, I guess. Yeah, they had a nice, cool group entrance now, kind of taking a page out of Judgment Day, perhaps. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, maybe just like Judgment Day, the female members, the, 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 the straw that stirs the drink that you need to Hopefully. get the group over the hump. Uh, anyways, yeah, the match was fine. Uh, of course, the other members of Schism, they're all interfering. So it's basically a four-on-one for poor Grimey. And uh, that makes the difference. Grimes dealing with all that. Ava Rain shoves him off the top rope, which allows Gacy to hit the upside down, turns Grimes inside out, and that gives Joe Gacy the win. Damn, Grimey. This is not yeah, where I wanted to has see you. Yeah, I, I hear he's getting called up soon, which hopefully, because, yeah. There's what, so he starts taking losses? Well, I guess put over the guy on your way out. This is two losses, though, to, uh, to to Gacy. Yeah, it's not the way I would have booked it, but, uh, yeah, let's get him on to Raw or something. Yeah, sure. I'd love to see that. He can win. He can easily win over the main roster crowd. He's such a fun guy. To the moon? Go back to the moon? Go back to the moon. You bring back Ted DiBiase. Let's redo that whole thing. <laughs> let's redo that bit. <laughs> Get the million dollar title. Uh, then the commentary team start talking, but they get interrupted by a promo for this Scripps character who, uh, yeah, he says he'll be here soon. And NXT will fall. Scripps but. with a Y. Yeah. And yeah, you, I, and you know who that means? Uh, uh, <laughs> Dijakovic. Mustafa well, Ali. Got his own. Mace. Mia Yim, yeah. they're coming back. Retribution 2.0. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, then you had Sol Ruka taking on Electra Lopez. And uh, yeah, Ruka gets a bit of offense in, but then Lopez just tosses her off the top rope, hits the electric shock, a little sit out choke bomb to get the win. And then afterwards, Indy Hartwell runs out, attacks Lopez as revenge for uh, a couple weeks back. Yeah, it'd be nice to see Indy Hartwell uh, still not still not uh, competing. When's she gonna get the call up? Yeah, that's what we've been saying. It's like if you're not gonna win the title or anything, you're not. You should be getting called up. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, after this, we had Andre Chase taking on Charlie Dempsey, who we've only seen a couple times, but I like this guy. He's uh, he's an old school, no nonsense wrestler, much like. You know, a Brian Danielson or a William Regal, which is funny because I found out afterwards that Dempsey is William Regal's son. <laughs> is, is that so? They didn't even mention it. Yeah, they didn't even mention it. But uh, yeah, one of his 
I'm, I guess I can yeah. kind of picture it, maybe. Yeah, he's got the same style, the just traditional wrestling, the plain trunks. Yeah, I like it. Huh. Well, what's uh, uh what's Regal's fucking uh kid doing in NXT? What? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh maybe Regal was still working there when he got the job. I don't Good know. point. But anyways, Dempsey's in control. He gets Chase in a submission. So Duke Hudson on the outside tries pushing the ropes towards Chase, but Andre's like, "No, Duke, we don't cheat." Uh, and then Thea hails at ringside, just waving around a rally towel, trying to fire up Chase. But Duke grabs the towel, throws it in the ring, so forfeits the match for Chase. And Charlie Dempsey is your winner. Charlie Dempsey with the with the win. God damn! Yeah, I'm seeing here. He yeah. is a he was an NXT UK guy. Okay, uh, but only like a handful of matches. Ten. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I like him. I think he's. Yeah. He's kind of, yeah, just a no nonsense. He's just here to wrestle. Just here to wrestle, just like your father. <laughs> uh, after that, we had Hank, the security guard, or former security guard, uh, taking on Stax Lorenzo and crowd cheering for Hank. So am I. He's fun. Uh, yeah, he's like Chris Pratt back when he was chubby. <laughs> Looks like. <laughs> yeah, lovable, but just a little chonked. Yeah, a little chunk, but nothing wrong with that. Nothing so, wrong uh, with that. Yeah, Hank's in control, but then Stax pokes him in the eyes, follows up with a knee drop. It was like a knee drop curb stomp, and that gives Stax the win. Going out to Stax. A quick match. Mm -hmm. Quick match. A, bunch of, a series of quick matches here. Yeah, a couple of them this week. Uh, then after that, we had Grayson Waller coming out to host his talk show, The Waller Effect. He insults R-Truth for getting injured last week, which uh, turns out he tore his quad, so that's pretty rough. That's Really? Yes, Eek. that's going to be a while. Poor guy's going to come back and be like, where's the 24-7 title? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nobody anyways. Nobody told him. Yeah. I mean, that would play right into his character. But. Maybe. Uh, then we bring out the guests. We got Von Wagner, Braun Breaker. Uh, they just cut promos about their upcoming NXT title match. And, uh, yeah, Breaker's putting over some of the past champions who've held this title and says, everyone wants a shot at the champ, but no one's taking it away from me. And Wagner's just like, I'm the one. And I don't know. Wagner, he doesn't he doesn't sound very tough when he talks. Not Yeah, not I, I, well, I think a lot of the on-the-mic skills from a lot of the competitors down here. Yeah, uh, I mean, Breaker's got the charisma. He's a natural, but... Uh, yeah, they end up just having a stare down. They do not come to blows. So they were civilized, at least. Yeah, good point. Good point, at least. <laughs> yeah, Braun Breaker but, has been doing a great job uh, since getting it back. Yeah, no, I like. He's, yeah. Uh, Von Wagner's not the guy to beat him. So this is just kind of a filler feud, it seems. Mm -hmm. I pray he's not the guy to beat him. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, maybe stand and deliver is the moment for something to happen. Yeah, at some point. where I don't think Braun Breaker is going to have a long Cameron Grimes type of multi-years down here in NXT, but we'll see. Mm. Yeah, hopefully not. Uh, then we go to Axiom, taking on JD McDonough in a nice fast-paced match here. Some nice submission work. Uh, Axiom was just doing his high-flying, jumping all over the place. Hits a big top rope moonsault to the floor. 
Uh, but when he lands, he starts selling his leg like it's hurt. Uh, so JD targets that. And uh, yeah, they just go back and forth. The crowd's chanting, this is awesome. And then the craziest spot was when JD gets Axiom in this leg lock and just fucking crazy. He bends it to an extreme degree. This was gruesome looking. Some flexible boys down here. <laughs> yeah, like imagine bending your heel all the way backwards over top of your ass and touching the mat. And it was so gruesome. The ref like jumped in to get JD off of him. Like the match, he didn't tap out. It wasn't over yet, but Axiom's just screaming in agony, and the doctors come out to check on him, and they call for the bell. This match is over due to referee stoppage. But yeah, I thought this was a great match. That that submission was insane. And JD McDonough's been doing a pretty good job here on the uh, in the past little while. I think we were we weren't particularly hot on him. I think when he was Jordy D. Yeah, not so much, but uh, yeah, he can go in the ring. He's really, uh, really winning himself over, and yeah, he's getting over. Yeah, he just cuts a quick promo after saying that was a message to the locker room. Get on my level, and calls out Apollo Cruz for next week. Apollo Cruz, you're coming up, baby. Bring your accent. Bring your accent. Bring your bloody tears, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, don't bring what's his name, Commander Aziz. We don't yeah, know. don't bring. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what was his name? Uh, his other his other name. Previous, yeah, back when he was, I can't even remember. It's uh, Temba Katoe or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Temba. Like that. Back Re- when Raw Underground. Yeah, Raw back Underground? in the back. Well, of course, Raw Underground. Yeah, uh, it was like Temba Kumbe or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, then you had Brutus Creed take on Damon Kampf in a five-minute challenge, which just means five-minute time limit. So, uh, yeah, they just kind of brawl for a bit. Kampf brings a chair into the ring, takes a swing, but Creed just smacks it away with his hands and then grabs a chair himself and decides to hit Kampf with it, causing the DQ. But he doesn't care, just beats him down some more to teach Kampf a lesson. Yeah, give him a, lo- give him a little more while you can. Yeah, get your money's worth. Nope. <clears throat> uh, then the main event, we have a rematch for the NXT Women's Tag Titles. Team KC defending once again against Nikita Lyons and Zoe Starks. So just kind of pick up where they left off. Nice little match. Crowds into both these teams here. Uh, at one point, Team KC take a page out of FTR's book. They kind of hit like a big rig. A modified Almost. big rig. Modified big rig, but same idea. And... Uh, Zoe Nikita continue to fight back, but then Nikita gets hit with a double super kick that leaves Zoe all alone. They hit her with the 450 splash neckbreaker, so that gives Team KC the win. They retain the belts, uh, and then afterwards, Nikita and Zoe they show respect. They go to hand the titles over to the winning team, but then Zoe she grabs the belt, turns, and nails Nikita Lions in the head. And, uh, yeah, then she just, like, hits her with a big kick, and, yeah, the heel turn here for Zoe as she stands tall over her former partner. I know. I was hoping that the, uh, I was hoping Nikita Lyons would turn heel on that one. Yeah, she seems like she'd be a bit more of a natural heel with the big, imposing... Yeah, I also uh, like her less, so I, I want her to succeed less. Does that make sense? Um, I get it, but, uh, no, I like Nikita, but... I don't know. They definitely see Nikita as the bigger star, so I guess that's why they went with this. Mm-hmm. 
so she can be the yeah. conquering baby face. And I'm sure that but will. We'll uh, see. Yeah, I'm sure that'll happen at whatever that pay per view is. What did you say? Back down, down, downspout, deadline, <laughs> deadline. I, I was gonna get there. Eavesdrop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter what it's called. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, matter no. what it's called. Uh, yeah, that was a great. Um, yeah, that was a great episode of NXT. Big heel turn there. Uh, what's the next show of the night? Hey, it's time for Dynamite. AEW, all elite, they coming for you Vince, better watch out, it's too sweet. Dynamite. Leading ourselves up to full gear, which is this weekend. Next weekend. Next weekend, weekend. I'm sorry. Yeah, so this episode and one more episode to get to, uh, we start off with a big eight-man tag. You had the Ass Boys teaming up with Swerving Our Glory. To take on FTR and the Acclaimed. So three of your top teams here and, the, and then, then the Ass Boys. But Well, yeah, there's a lot of gold in this ring, too, you know, between uh, the Acclaimed and FTR. <laughs> yeah, all the big tag titles out there. Uh, so, yeah, everyone gets a chance to shine. They're all hitting their spots. FTR scissor with the Acclaimed or a big pop. Uh, and then Dax, at one point, he suplexes Colton Gunn off the top rope onto just a pile of men on the floor. Big spot there. And then back in the ring, Max Caster hits the mic drop. FTR hit the big rig. And that does the trick. The baby faces get the win. Baby faces stand tall. But uh, FTR is no closer to that championship than they were at the beginning of the day. No, and they're not getting the shot at full gear. That's going to be Swerving Our Glory Part 3, so... Yeah, probably a couple more months before they uh, get the shot they so richly deserve. You got to give it up for uh, Max Caster's rap on this one, though, taking shots at uh, both Tom Brady and Kyrie Irving. Uh, it was some, it was, <laughs> yeah. There was some good stuff. What, uh, do we know what city they were in? That's obviously not Tampa Bay, if he's making fun I'm of I'm not Brady. sure where they were in. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, after this, we have round one match in this world title eliminator tournament. Uh, Ethan Page taking on Eddie Kingston. Who I feel like we haven't seen a whole lot of uh, recently. I, I saw crowds. Eddie at uh, Rampage when they were in Toronto. Oh, that's right. Uh, or maybe it wasn't Rampage. No, it wasn't Rampage. It was maybe dark. Maybe it was dark. It was dark, yeah. yeah. So that's what I mean, yeah. Maybe it's still some slight punishment for that backstage incident, but yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. The crowd doesn't care. They're super hot for Eddie. Uh, he's in control. He's got Ethan Page in the stretch plum submission. And that's when Stokely Hathaway jumps on the apron, <clears throat> distracts the ref as Ethan Page is tapping out, so the ref doesn't see it. Uh, so Ortiz, who was in Eddie's corner, he runs over, chases Stokely away, but all this commotion causes Kingston to release the submission, and uh, both men fight their way up onto the top rope, and then Page hits a crazy avalanche ego's edge onto Eddie. And that gives Ethan Page the win to advance in the tournament. Massive fucking mo- maneuver there. Yeah, especially, I mean, on a guy like Eddie, that's a decent amount of weight there. Yeah. Big bump. Nice finish. Yeah, nice and beefy in there, too. Yeah, so that was So, yeah, uh, so All Ego moves on. Uh, do we know what the rest of this bracket looks like? Have you seen a... I can't picture it. Yeah, I saw the bracket. Uh, it's kind of a bunch of... Uh, I think, like, Dante like Martin like- is there. Yeah, it's like a bunch of guys who haven't really had a shot yet, which is kind of unique. Like, uh, yeah, no Jericho, no Brian, no guys like that. Yeah. 
Cool. So, yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, then you had Arya Davari in the ring, and he says he's willing to offer the full services of his butler to Wardlow in exchange for the TNT Championship. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what a deal. What so, a fucking uh, deal. There's been a lot of shitty legal deals that have happened the past few weeks here on Dynamite. Yeah. So Wardlow comes out. He wants none of this. He just tosses the butler away and... Uh, Quick match with Davari, just squashes him, hits the powerbomb symphony for the easy win. And then afterwards, he grabs a mic, tells powerhouse Hobbs to get out here. So Hobbs appears, walks down to the ring. But then Samoa Joe, who is in Wardlow's corner, he nails Wardlow from behind with the Ring of Honor TV title. Why, Joe? Why? Why? Well, that the devastating thickness of the ROH TV title. <laughs> the pristine behind it. This is so, this is solid. This is more than this is steel. This isn't fucking yeah. shitty gold. This is steel. This yeah, is I mean, gold made is of diamonds. Uh, so yeah, and then he chokes out Wardlow. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I think the crowd wants to cheer Joe. I don't know if they want this heel turn, but we'll yeah, see. but another heel turn. We got a lot of heel turns this week. Yeah, really. Uh, then we had Tony Schiavone in the ring to host a face-to-face between Britt Baker and Soraya. And Soraya says, I know you guys all want to know what the deal is. So, uh, you know, am I cleared to wrestle? A couple weeks ago, I had some MRIs and CT scans. And unfortunately, for Britt, I am 100% clear. So, uh, nice news there. Crowd pops and uh, she got a little choked up here. At her own announcement, I guess. The big news that she's actually <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, been, it's been a long time since she's been in front of the crowd. Yeah. So Britt Baker calls the fans fickle, stealing a line from the planet's champion, Daniel Bryan. Fickle. And... Fickle. <laughs> fickle. Uh, Britt says, so you're cleared, but do you even know how to do this anymore? I built AEW from the ground up, so superstars like you wanted to move in here and you can't call this your house when you didn't even lay a single brick. I'm everything you wished you could have been. You left your house and walked into mine. But this doctor doesn't take walk-ins, so bitch, make an appointment. And Soraya says, oh, Brit, you got handed your position by Tony Khan and got fed a bunch of QT Marshall's trainees. You've only been in front of a camera for three years. I've been wrestling for 17 years, darling. And, uh... I've traveled the world for the love of this business, from Madison Square Garden to Tokyo Dome, and now I'm in front of an ungrateful bitch. You don't even know what it takes, Brit. I've been publicly humiliated in front of millions of people. I battled a drug addiction publicly. I gave my career, my neck for this business. You don't have a clue what it takes to make it. Uh, This is my comeback story, and the biggest match of your career is going to be you and me at full gear. She drops the mic, walks off. Baker is kind of speechless. She tries to take a cheap shot, but Soraya just counters, hits the big package DDT. But I thought this was great promo work from both women here. Both going back and, yeah, build, building this match. You know, this is something that's been lacking, you know, from the, out of all the things lacking from the AW women's division, you know, like the the kind of big, uh, the big moment promo, right? It's something that MJF kills every time. It's something that Moxley does, something that, something that Omega does. You know, you, you got to stay on yeah. par if you want to be a part of it. Yeah, I thought they both nailed it here. And, uh, yeah, really hyped up for the match after that. So. Mm-hmm. 
Should be fun. A non-title feud. Look at that. Look at that. We didn't even think it was possible. <laughs> so that was good. Uh, after that, you had Trent Beretta taking on Jay Lethal. But, uh, yeah, pretty flat. Crowd didn't really care much about this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the giant Satnam Singh trying to cause some trouble. So Danhausen fucks with him. And, yeah, eventually all this, all this commotion allows Jay Lethal to hit the lethal injection, get the win. And then uh, at the very end, Jeff Jarrett comes out and cuts a promo and ends up challenging Darby and Sting to a tag match. So Double J is going to be fighting that full gear. Remember, folks, because fucking Jeff Jarrett's here now, taking on Sting. Yeah. In the it's, it's 2022, <laughs> people. Yeah, the baseball bat versus the guitar. Who's gonna? I hope. Do you think they're gonna they're gonna crash in the air? Probably. I could see that. Just. Yeah. God. Uh, yeah, John Moxley comes out with William Regal. Just kind of goes over his history with Regal and how he helped him grow as a wrestler and uh, talks about the upcoming title defense against MJF and tells Max, I've met some really bad people who have done some bad things and <laughs> you are not the devil, MJF, mm-hmm. so be ready for full gear because everything you've done up to this point has been easy compared to this. <clears throat> And, yeah, at some point in the show, MJF wasn't there live, but they played footage of, like, him on a podcast kind of doing his side of hyping up the match. Yeah, I guess he wasn't able to make it for whatever reason. Uh, so they- I heard he's uh, he was filming a movie with uh, Zac Efron, the, the Carrie Von Erich, or the Von Erich. Oh, no shit, playing. he's doing the Von Erich movie? Yeah, he no plays... No way, that's dope. Yeah, he's one of the characters, not the Von Erichs, but... Uh, like he'll a, be a, he'll he'll be in it. So a that's tertiary cool. That's cool. character, man. Fucking uh, what's his name? Zach Efron looks yoked. He looks great. Like he looks. He's got the hair. He's got era. Yeah, like, saw some, he some did. Picks. I'm like, yeah. He's just done so many steroids to do <laughs> this role. Yeah, could be good. We'll see. I'm sure that one comes out next year or something. But uh, I mean, just for MJF scene alone, I kind of want to see it. So yeah, and he's playing Kevin Von Erich. You know, arguably the. Uh, the, the I think he would be the titular character. Oh Who? shit! MJ, oh, M, oh. MJF is MJF M- is playing Lance Van Eric Von Eric. Sorry. Yeah, he was not actually. It was a uh, the non Von Eric. Yeah, he the non Von Eric Von Eric. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> yeah, past so is he's still the past is prime uh, or the Von Eric family years later. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right on. We'll see. See how that one turns out. Yeah, it should, yeah, it should be good. We're looking forward to it. We're all going to see it, obviously. Yeah, we'll see it. Uh, then we had another one of those teasers for the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Just kind of more of the pictures burning and things like that. But uh, in the background, you could see the gears, the full gear. So that seems to be a big hint of uh, when to expect them to return. But at the same time, uh, I don't know if you noticed, the end of the uh, little promo ended with the E still missing from the AEW logo. Well, until they come back. Maybe when they come back, the E will return, and then that's how they come out. Okay, okay. I don't know. You're right, you're maybe right. I'm just, have... I'm, I'm, just, I'm just workshopping here, you know? Yeah, maybe we can have uh, Death Triangle versus a mystery opponent for those trios titles. Oh, that'd be fun. And the mystery opponent is, uh, (laughs) they win it right back? I mean, why not? (laughs) Please. 
Uh, then we had Sky Blue taking on Jamie Hayter, who the crowd loves as usual. But uh, yeah, Sky Blue does okay. Gets a couple near falls in there. Hits a big code red. But then Hayter just takes over. Hits a bunch of stiff elbow strikes. And then the ripcord lariat. And that gives Hayter the win. With a lot of momentum, the crowd really now firmly behind. Yeah, I mean, she, she, there's a good chance she's going to get cheered over Tony Storm in their yeah, title match. It could happen. Even it could happen. Yeah, worked real hard for this moment. Yeah, so that'll be fun. But let's go to the main event. You got Sammy Guevara taking on Brian Danielson in a two out of three falls match. Uh, yeah, just a nice, hard hitting match. Uh, Ty Mello getting in Brian's way early on. And then Sammy grabs a chair, just chucks it right at Brian's head. So we get a rare disqualification. Uh, Brian wins the first fall off of that. And it's also led to a fair amount of blood in that moment, too. Yeah, well, he also grabbed the microphone and just started bashing Brian in the head. So I could have been Brian mad comes too. up bleeding. Yeah, Brian's bleeding. And then the sick bastard Sammy, he rubs the blood on his hand and then licks it. Why do people do this? <laughs> oh, because they've had an AIDS test and they know blood. for sure. Ah, I know. It's just weird. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Brian, yeah, he's slow to recover. Slow to recover. Uh, so Sammy's just beating him up some more. He hits the GTH, uh, gets the pinfall, so we're tied at one now. And, yeah, we continue. Sammy goes for a springboard, but... Jumps right into the big knee from Brian, and uh, yeah, we just get a bunch of stiff chops and kicks, and uh, Brian goes for a pin, but then Ty Mello pulls the ref out of the ring to break up the count, so Bryce Remsburg has had enough. He ejects her from ringside. Uh, then Sammy goes for a big shooting star press off the top rope to the floor, but nearly misses all of Brian, but uh, yeah, the crowd chants, you still suck at Sammy. Uh, so <laughs> because uh, he still sucks exactly uh he goes for another gth but then brian escapes hits a big boo psycho knee flips sammy inside out uh brian grabs his hands ready to stomp on his head but then sammy stands up jumps on the top rope hits this moonsault into a ddt uh goes to follow up with a swanton bomb but brian gets the knees up and then locks sammy in the label lock and then he, he modifies it. He pulls his other arm, traps it as well. So Sammy's got nowhere to go. Can't even tap out, but he passes out to the submission. Brian gets the win. Two to one. Fun main event. Finally. Brian Danielson has... Or sorry. Finally. Daniel Bryanson has been... <laughs> uh, has been so back and forth lately. I mean, we saw yeah, him lose... Too many losses. That's right. Exactly. We saw him lose. He now kind of has a couple straight here over Sammy. Uh, yeah. Um, so back and forth since he was out for so long, right? Remember when he was out for most? Yeah, a couple months. Most of the summer, summer, it felt like you know, at least May to August or something. But yeah, yeah. No, he should be. I thought he should have been the one, like, kind of getting the Moxley booking, maybe be the winning, the holding the title for now. But uh, no, he, he's not on that level at the moment. Apparently not. I mean, by, as, as long as he's having fun, though, right? I think. Yeah, I mean, we just want more. I mean, he's got the talent. We just need the booking to match it. Book now. it, Tony, please. Yeah. We just but want anyways. Brian Danielson to be champion. Is that too much to ask? 
and we want Kenny Omega and the Bucks to be back. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. that was the entire episode of Dynamite. Um, and uh, I guess all of the Wrestling Week action. Uh, so one more thing, Wrestler of the Week. Mr. Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. I would have to, uh, I'd have to go straight to the straight to Saudi, baby. I think Logan Paul did a great job. Um, I, he may have also been. This is now the uh, second time I've given him the wrestler of the week. I think uh, I'm going to imagine I gave it to him after SummerSlam, just because the uh, he's so damn impressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to make it unanimous on wow. this one. Uh, yeah, Logan Paul. I mean. He's to, he's nailing it, man. Not a not a complaint to give. From making he's, he's insensitive the... jokes about the suicide forest in Japan to a unanimous wrestler of the week, I can't imagine such a uh, an uptick in your life. Yeah, and you I know? mean he he kind of showed he can hang. He could he could be a future champion of some sort. Yeah, I'm waiting to see it. I think it could happen real soon. Play your cards right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations to Logan Paul and all the other former wrestlers of the week. That's all the time we have, folks. Thanks for listening. Shows everywhere. Rate, like, subscribe. I guess we'll be back next week because next week will be the pre-full gear show AW pay-per-view. We know what it's like. It takes seven and a half hours. People are going to fight <laughs> in real life. Uh, and <laughs> it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, they still need to book like half that card, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, because they only have 10 matches already, so they, they're they about half done booked. Yeah, they're going to have at least another five. We're going to have to at least another five or six. Might as well. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, that's all we got. Mikey, take care of yourself. All right. Until next time. <laughs>